Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Welcome to the High Potion Podcast. I'm your host, Steve Crothy. I'm Hollis Barkart. Buddy, it's been a little while since we've done one of these. Sure has. We put a few in the bank and took a couple weeks off. Yeah, man. You went to the beach, and ever since you come back, all you've been doing is the hang loose sign. (laughs) The beach changes a man. It changes a man. It really does. Fundamental ways. So today, what we're going to be discussing is properties, I guess, that we feel should have a high budget video game adaptation of some sort so you might say obviously this is not an issue but i would say star wars should have a high budget video game uh adaptation and how i think it should go is they should do a souls like where you play a jedi you know what i mean that's right. that's how we're going to approach this Right, so that one actually does kind of exist, right? Right, that's what I'm saying. saying yeah, yeah, I'm using that as an example because I right. don't want to give away my actual right. Picks. I see you what you what mean. Saying, yeah. I just mean as in like Fallen Order. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, Fallen yeah. Order is that. Mm-hmm. So, good game, really good game, man. Surprisingly good. Um, I don't know that surprise like that's respawn, respawn, right? Yeah, yeah. No, I don't good. know that it's that surprising, yeah. but respawns the jam. Um, so. That's what's on the docket today. I got a couple of uh, ideas in the old noggin, and uh, we'll see how that goes. Because there's many times where I'm like, why doesn't a video game for uh, X. this X, exist? Right, you know? yeah. mm-hmm. um, so that's what we're going to do. Now, before that, we got some stuff to take care of. Can't wait to hear First it. thing being... We talked about it. It's uh, It's been a f- couple weeks now. The Intellivision Amico. Mm-hmm. And you remember, I even said, this thing ain't making. It's October 2020. It's going to get delayed a third or fourth time, whatever the fuck mm-hmm. it is. Mm-hmm. Guess what? <laughs> Got delayed. It sure fucking did. <laughs> they, told, they said that they're hoping to have enough consoles to fulfill pre-orders by the end of the year, meaning nothing on the shelves. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, sure. Seems like, uh, old Tommy Tallarico Suave stay in the course on that Amico train, that Amico disaster train wreck. Yeah. Uh, we'll see <coughs> what happens. We got some, some cool, uh, some nice feedback on that episode. Good, good. I think people seem to enjoy it. I was a little nervous, not because <coughs> like I thought people would be like, I don't know, this seems like a good idea, but more that like, I don't know, like it was the first one where I put research in and had yeah. a presentation. I liked it, man. It was cool. I, and you didn't tell me anything about it going in. So yeah. It was all a complete surprise to me. I was now, pretty impressed with the level of research. You, you ready for the real Tommy Tout? This is, I have been was, laughing. There's more? There's more. I have been laughing about this and I teased it to you through text message. I have a Tommy Tallarico story, firsthand Tommy Tallarico story for oh, you. I can't wait to hear this. So let me give you a little backstory. I'm working and I get a Twitter DM. Friend of the podcast, Aaron Boyd, slides into my DMs. What up, Aaron? And he's like, oh man, I can't believe you're hating on my boy Tommy Tallarico like this. And I I was, you know, that's I my 
my stomach sank. <laughs> like I had to take a poo-poo. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, no, this was bound to happen. Like Tommy Tallarico's Aaron Boyd's uncle or some shit, right? Or he knows him. You know what I mean? I was so worried. And then he's like, no, I'm just fucking with you. And he said, like, I just I remembered him from his days on G4. And I don't know if I mentioned it in the episode, but that was my first. You didn't. Talarico. I, I kind of remember yeah. him from somewhere. Talarico encounter. And also where I sort of developed my initial distaste for the dude. Sure. Like I didn't need, he was not my G4 presenter of choice. Give me Adam Sessler any day. Uh, Tommy Talarico gets a zero. <laughs> was that out Olivia, of five? Olivia Munn was, was G4, right? like Skrillex moving the like uh, adjusting the audio in real time you while that drop a beat in yeah there. <laughs> um yes Olivia Munn was G4 Morgan Webb Allison mm-hmm. Hayslip Kevin Pereira mm-hmm. yeah they had some cool folks they had a lot of cool crew yeah. Tommy Tallarico Suave not one of them by no. the way Aaron also that that's what he would call Tommy Tallarico back in the day though Tommy Tallarico we're, ener- we're energetically aligned so he says, like, yeah, you know, I knew him from G4. And then he tells me the story, right? Apparently, he and his friends went on MySpace. He being Tommy Tallarico? No, Aaron Boyd. He being Aaron Boyd. Pronouns, pal. Yeah. Uh, he and Aaron Boyd, uh, Aaron Boyd and his friends went on MySpace and made an exact replica of Tommy Tallarico's MySpace page. <laughs> and the only difference was that they changed the name to pussy fart Tallarico <laughs> so it looked just like a 100% copy of Tam- Tommy Tallarico's MySpace page but his name was changed to pussy fart Tallarico and Tommy Tallarico sent him a cease and, de- cease and desist letter over it wow Aaron Boyd got a Tommy Tallarico cease and desist because he called him pussy fart Tallarico <laughs> I hope he framed it I was like, dude, you, he also, by the way, has a, an assigned autograph from Tommy Tallarico, Tommy Tallarico, because back in the day, you could go on his website and just request one and he would send it to you. And he got it, I guess, as a bit of a meme. Nice. Man, Aaron should get one of those Amico visions. Uh huh. And just never open it and just package all that shit together and sell it for like... The cease and desist letter, mm-hmm. the signed yep. picture, mm-hmm. or at least donate it to the video game history museum or some shit. <laughs> yeah. It's like Something. disasters yeah. in video gaming. <laughs> you know what I mean? It'll be next to the Ouya. <laughs> the goddamn Ouya. Shit, man. Oof. Pussy fart Tallarico. Nice. If shit. I could get away with naming this episode that and like not getting in trouble with like... Apple Podcasts <laughs> yeah, or whatever. We oh, can't sh- do that. bruh! Can you imagine? Oh, what if Tommy Tallarico came after us on Twitter for naming <laughs> the episode "Pussy Fart Tallarico"? Because you know he's the kind of dude that just goes and searches Tallarico on Twitter to see what pops up. Right? Sheesh. Sheesh. Tommy Tallaquifo. <laughs> Tommy Tallaquifo. That's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the that's your Intellivision update. I guess. Awesome. Aaron's rad. He's is he the gone to our Killua, or is it we the gone to his Killua? Um, let us know, Aaron. What do you think? Yeah, I, I, he would have to do that, man. Uh, the last time, no, it wasn't. So we got to hang out with him in Chicago when we went to Star Wars Celebration. But we went to uh, California the day before, and there was just this one day where we got up in the morning and hung out with Aaron Boyd until the end of the day, like all day. He took us around California. We went to the beach. We checked out a comic book store, basically killing time before we went to see the Star Wars movie we were going to see, Solo. It was the day Solo came out. But anyway, after the movie, I got fucking lost going where we were. So it was me, Will, Jesse, and Aaron Boyd in our rental car. And bro, 
I'm not used to L.A. traffic. You know what I mean? I'm driving and I'm getting lost. The highways are 16 lane highways. Yeah, the highways are fucking crazy. And we pull into the hotel and I'm like, yo, this is fucked up. I can't like I had a bit of a nervous breakdown. Jesse was like, do you want me to drive? And I like this is all going on. And then just quietly out of the back seat, I hear Aaron Boyd go, this is awesome. (laughs) Just real dry and shit. This is awesome. (laughs) Man. I wish I could go into the Wayback Machine or whatever, archive.org, and find the the saved version of the Pussy Fart Tallarico MySpace page. I wish you could, too. Man. If I had a time machine. Of all things to use a time machine for. Fucking MySpace, man. I miss it. I miss those days. I don't. I don't miss the anxiety of the goddamn top eight. Top eight, yeah. And then it, even MySpace were like, look, we're giving people complexes. Let's yeah. make this the top 16. <laughs> Eventually, it's like, like just top, top 57. all of your friends. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was some hilarious elitism. Though. Oh, dude. It <laughs> Real was, quick. So it, was digital, it was digital shade yeah, in the MySpace was, era. There was some hurt feelings for sure. Oh, yeah. Or, and then somebody would stop by just to do a drive-by snipe on whatever music you had playing yep. on you. Mm-hmm. Be like, oh, really? Corn? <laughs> really? That's what you got playing on your MySpace page? Poser. <laughs> oh, man. So uh, you have some questions, right? Some, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I've got some a Cindy questions question. from the wife. I do. I do. And uh, the one this week, um, she wanted to know, um, you know, you and I both like to partake in certain substances. Uh-huh. Um, she wanted to know: Are there are there games that you like to play while high versus games you don't like to play while high? No. <laughs> <laughs> well, here was my answer: the the games I like to play while I'm high. All of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Every video game. <laughs> ever invented <laughs> like i'm si- literally sitting here thinking like <laughs> uh, no <laughs> no is the no. answer no the closest thing i could come to was maybe like something like alien isolation like a horror game with all the lights no out. i need it that's <laughs> bro i can't otherwise bro i, I can't i can't go. no man <laughs> no i need i like that even more than usual probably <laughs> i gotta have something to calm my ass down yeah yeah oh, sheesh <laughs> So, uh, yeah, that was the question. I kind of figured the answer, but, you know, That's sometimes funny. you got to ask to find That's, out. No. <laughs> <laughs> All of them. No, I'm, I'm literally like. No. I mean, maybe if there was a game that I had to do a lot of math in, but I wouldn't be playing that game exactly. in the first fucking you know, place. Mm-mm. I didn't come here to learn. Yeah. Dude, I got how to play the Oregon Trail. <laughs> fourth grade fourth grade a little burnout in fourth grade showing up in your slayer shirt and denim jacket oh dysentery y'all <laughs> oh man eh. <laughs> who gives a shit oh man Oh, man, that's a good question. Though. For the record, I didn't get high in the fourth grade and play the Oregon Trail. I love the Oregon Trail, but I didn't discover uh, that other stuff fuck. so much later. <clears throat> <laughs> okay. Thanks for the question, baby. Yeah, excellent question. <laughs> okay. Okay. Whew, calming it down, calming it down. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's such a good question that I I can't move past it. Like I'm literally searching for the answer, like there is one. I don't think there is. I don't think either. Yeah, I don't think so. It's come kind of ingrained with. with It kind of goes hand in hand with chocolate and peanut peanut butter butter and jelly. (laughs) Peanut butter and jelly, Mio and water, Mm -hmm. Tommy and Tallarico, pussy (laughs) Tommy Tallarico and pussy farts. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, all right, (laughs) okay. (laughs) <laughs> All righty. Okay. So, um, we're, we're going to get a cease and desist. <laughs> yes. Dude, talk about frame job. I would frame, I would take it to the frames, framers and be like, can you guys frame this? They'd be like, who is Tommy Tallarico? And why is this cease and desist has the word 
pussy fart in quotation marks. <laughs> We've gotten some weird stuff to get framed before, but this takes the cake. <clears throat> so, do you want to move on to our, our main yeah, topic of discussion? It. We let's may need it. to. Um, I want to start. Okay, kick it off. This is, we're doing licensed properties. So, yeah. So, any, I hate to say it because it sounds so cold and like corporate speak, but IPs, intellectual mm-hmm. right. properties. Stuff that exists. They could have had video game adaptions maybe even the past, but we're talking like a triple A high budget. Give me the, the property and your p- pitch for how the game would, like what kind of game it would be, if you can't. You know what I'm saying? Cool, cool. So, the first one, and I'm sure you'll agree, and this was probably one you were going to bring up too, I figured we'd just go ahead and get it off. The bat is Big Trouble in Little China. See, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, Big Trouble in Little China. Now, I had a couple that I sat and thought. like, Because I tried to sit here and think something that would also have the audience to necessitate the need for a AAA budget, mm-hmm. right? And you know me, I'm a one trick pony. First thing, one of the first things that comes into my mind is Bloodsport. Oh yeah, that right? would be amazing. Mm-hmm. But is John? It, it's past the age of man. The age of man is over. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like uh, Jean Claude Van Damme is so. That's not going to be a. Tr- that's not going to sell AAA numbers, right? And I mean, well, don't worry about. I say for that. Okay. Don't really worry about it too okay. much. The thing about Bloodsport is, you know, there's been a lot done in the arena of fighting games. Yeah, I mean, and even I think you'd have to Mortal go Kombat, you know what I mean? Like Mortal Kombat's early origins being tied in with like a Jean Claude Van Damme licensed mm-hmm. game and stuff. I feel like you'd have to strip it down, maybe make it like a Tekken style three D fighter, but like really kind of go hard, lean hard into a realistic angle. Yeah, you know, try to make it weighty. Um, yeah much different like so, maybe not a lot of fighters which is not that popular these days i know but like make all of them just really different like so, they were in the movie yeah so what was that low budget sort of shady game we both got on xbox that was the fighting game that's nothing but famous martial artists but they're not Shaolin versus Wu-Tang Shaolin versus Wu-Tang they're not licensed right they're all in there by their style so like when you pick the kickboxer it's very clearly Jean-Claude Van Damme right right? Mm -hmm. like uh, Bolo is Mm -hmm. in there Chuck Norris Chuck Norris Mm -hmm. the game is cool it's cool but but that was made by one guy it's impressive it's impressive for what it is. exactly and and i like i like it i mean his taste in fighters uh, awesome it's chef's fucking kiss dude. yeah like it's really fucking cool if you haven't checked it out at least check out a stream or watch mm-hmm. some youtubes of it or something but it's also cheap and goes on pretty deep discount mm-hmm. fairly regularly yeah if you want a you know quirky little indie fighter yeah and and like i said like if you're a fan of martial arts movies like you're gonna recognize a lot of them. yes mm-hmm. a lot of them Jet Li's in it. Yeah. And if you're having trouble, like, there's lists. Like, you can look up online who is who. It's mm-hmm. pr- it's very obvious, though, I feel. Um, so, back to Big Trouble in Little China. What is your pitch? Like, w- See, how do really you imagine? I think about pitches so much. But, like, that one, I was thinking Naughty Dog Uncharted style. Okay. But, like, you know... Big Trouble in Little China. Right. You could still have like the action with maybe a little more focus on martial arts. Like yeah, as opposed to, to gunplay. Right. So you could still use guns like there's right. guns in it, but also a decent little kung fu mechanic in there as well. So you know how I see uh, my like if they announced this as the pitch for Big Trouble in Little China as a video game. I see it being like Ghostbusters, the video game they did several years back. I never played that. You never played that Ghostbusters I game where did. they got like Dan Aykroyd, Bill Murray, they got the whole crew back to do the voices, and it was essentially Ghostbusters 3. It was a sequel to the first two movies with the original cast coming back to voice act. If they did that for Big Trouble in Little China, where it was a sequel, it took place after the movie, you get Kurt Russell back to do the voice, you know, not just anybody from the original cast that you can get. Obviously. Oh, yeah. I think they could still probably get most of them. Uh, that would be fucking cool, man. You know? Yeah, I'm in. Um, it's one of my favorite IPs of all time. It's a, you know, it doesn't get the respect it deserves. Have there been many 
John Carpenter like video game relate. So I remember I there mean, was a there was the thing. You remember that? That the was thing. like a mm-hmm. was it a prequel or a sequel to John Carpenter's thing? I don't remember. I played it. I don't. Yeah. It was a, was that the original Xbox or was that I think Xbox it was like three sixty. I think it was PS two original PS2? Xbox. I okay, think it cool. was that era. I remember it, but I can't, I, I felt like it was. It was a survival horror type mm-hmm. game, which makes sense for the thing, right? Mm-hmm. Perfect sense. I just can't remember the story. Like if it was just a retelling of the movie. It's not, I knew. I know it's not that, and I can't remember whether it's maybe a prequel, a prequel with the the team that was there before, or if it's set after. I but, think it maybe maybe it is the prequel. But, but even with um, even with that, like a follow up to Big Trouble in Little China. In that game style, like that Naughty Dog Uncharted style game, that's real story and like big set pieces, but funnier. Like not that Uncharted is is without its humorous mm, moments, mm-hmm. but like you really want to ramp up the humor, right? I would say to, oh, to for fit big with trouble big trouble in China, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, you want it to be, you know, shticky a bit, you know, yeah. like with to fit with the movie. Yeah, it's a. It's a <laughs> what do you, it's like it Wang. was like a summer blockbuster kind of deal, but mm-hmm. not real, but like a lot better. Yeah, you know, I love John Carpenter. Oh man, yeah, get him back to do the music. Mm-hmm. Like it's this has got some fucking potential. Now there was a Halloween game on the Atari way back when. I think it's actually more of a sort of a more uncommon game. Yeah, I was gonna say I've never played that. Um, and then obviously our uh, Michael Myers is in. Uh, Dead by Daylight. Dead by Daylight, but yeah, there had to have been an Escape from New York game at some point in the history of video game, but it does. I don't remember one. Right? Yeah, I have um, to Google. Maybe there was one on the PC or something, but I, yeah. if there was, I don't think I played it. Yeah, me neither. It certainly inspired a lot of video games. It sure the, as the fuck Escape did. From New York. Man, Big Trouble in Little China. Like that was another issue I had coming up with Big Trouble in Little China. So we're gonna go like sometimes I overthink things like I was saying where I was thinking like could could a big trouble in little china or blood sport video game make enough money to be a triple a? but let's uh, that you're right that's stupid that's too many that's too, <laughs> yeah, many, too many worries there situa- don't like, worry about it yeah. yeah these are all like our ideal yes. what we want that's a good one, and you and you also cracked the other problem I had was what type of game would mm-hmm. Big Trouble in Little China, the video game? Yeah, be? I really feel like that third person action kind of like linear. Mm-hmm. You, I could even see it being a dual to protagonist mm-hmm. uh, a game where a, absolutely where you could play co op with your friend Wang Wang exactly, and, or if depending on how you do it, if it's if it's not co op. Then, like different levels, you play as different people. Like, exactly, this like is some a Wang. levels you might play as Wang. the bad guys. Yes, which which would be fucking awesome too. Yes. To play as like the spirits, thunder, mm-hmm. lightning, and all that sort of thing. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck, dude, low pan Ooh. man. If I could play a low pan level, are you kidding me? I like this idea. And then I think you could even do uh, some kind of neat Uncharted slash The Last of Us multiplayer mode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, with you the, know, like big fights. Yep, like the the Wing Kong all the different characters you could play mm-hmm. man i like this idea steve somebody give us the money yeah let's do it yeah uh okay you ready for my first one hit me this is going to come as no surprise to anybody <laughs> that has listened to me babble for the last few weeks about this but he man in the fucking masters of the universe oh yeah i could get behind that i loved the um revelations the yeah. yeah so okay there have been he-man games in the past uh, the last and I and I'm talking. Maybe there's been some mobile ones, but the last, as far as I could tell, console released He-Man game was in the PlayStation Two era. Never came out in the United States. Only came out in PAL regions, I, be- I believe, like Europe and stuff. Um, and there was one on uh, the Intellivision, <laughs> and uh, maybe some PC ones. I looked into this, so there has not been one in a very long time, and definitely not a triple a caliber game and this is how i see it the playstation 4 god of war but with he-man oh my god i'm so in 
And I would even do like if you're gonna do it based on the sequel, mm-hmm. you, I think you would need to have multiple characters to Once play again, as. I, at minimum, you need He Man and you need Tila. Gotta have Tila, yeah. But more than that, you could go Man at Arms. Like the this is another universe. Like you know what would be a really cool approach to it would be, um, sort of that Gotham Knights approach that they're doing the four player Batman co-op type game mm-hmm. where you could do he-man tila man at arms and fucking moss man evil lynn evil and while i'm on evil lynn chris fresh y'all need to give lena hetty more props she was amazing as evil lynn stole the show she was a uh, chris fresh he's a little upset with us right now <gasps> uh-oh because i took a doo-doo on the nintendo 64 oh yeah yeah i, I remember that he and, and and like i messaged him the other day and he said don't talk to me <laughs> he said he'll talk to me he said, don't you talk to me. <laughs> you doo-dooed on the 60. He didn't really do that. <laughs> not it's okay. It's um, not like we talk shit about Brett the Hitman Hart or anything. I would never. I'd, I'd love Brett the Hitman Hart. I would never. I would never. Yeah. I'd let uh, him put me in a sharpshooter before that would happen. But just the idea. Uh, see, the thing is, I feel like the He-Man character designs, like, you don't even have to do work. Everything's already designed the locations castle grayskull skate snake mountain you know what i mean fucking eternia all the characters already designed for you it's easy money i don't need you to fucking go in and spruce it up batman arkham asylum style and make everything fucking edgy and fucking mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know what i mean just do he-man like he looks Ugh, i'm in and the amount of boss fights like I, that's what i'm saying it's all pre-made mm-hmm yeah, There's so many characters. Hard. Yeah. It's just, you'd have to spend quite a bit of money. And I want it like the combat from Gears, uh, from God of War 4 or God of War, whatever you want to call it. Um, that graphical detail. Yeah. I mean, God, that God of War is an incredible game. <laughs> you could do a bit of an open world thing. Maybe. Like, well, because God of War has a bit of an it's, open yeah, world. I like feel. that style of, op- of quote unquote open Where world. Where there's a hub area, mm-hmm. right? And you could even have the hub be you know, the Royal Palace or right. Castle Grayskull. Although I feel like, you know, battling over C- Castle Grayskull would be a big part of it. Mm-hmm. Um, so you could then do mounted areas where you're on Battle Cat. Of course, yeah. <sighs> you could have Cringer like when you're not. Oh, yeah. When you're playing as Prince I, Adam. I, that's what I was going to say. I think. You'd have a transform mechanic. Yeah. you. There would have to be parts of the story where. Because Prince, it, like, the story is is not just He-Man when he's in He-Man form being all badass. Right. I think you do need to represent the Prince Adam stuff, even if it's only in cutscenes. You know what I mean? I think that needs to be a part, but I do think a transformation mechanic would be cool, too. I do, too. And I feel like it would actually add some tension to the gameplay. Yeah. Like, where you have, like, a, you have to survive as Prince Adam until you can fill a meter or whatever. You know what I mean? Right. And it lets you transform back into He-Man. I want to play as Orko. Because you could you could have like a sorcerer who that's yeah. his power. Like yeah. he has the power to change He Man to Prince Adam. Oh. I, could, I could totally design a boss fight. I Orko think... would be like a companion you could yeah. call. Yeah. And cast some shields and shit. Yeah, man. And the the cool thing about there being a, a billion He Man toys is you could even integrate like uh character progression in it a mm-hmm. little bit. Mm-hmm. Like you start off as your classic regular he-man and then maybe you get battle armor he-man as the game goes on and you upgrade your character or you find the armor whatever the fuck it is you know what i mean fucking laser fist he-man or whatever that shit is called they did several different versions right Right. yeah there's plenty (laughs) that's what i want to see i want to see a high budget he-man in the masters of the universe i'm on board i like it the revelation stuff or whatever you know do it in that vain like it doesn't need to be an adaptation set it in the world of revelation that's what i mean yeah be it before the show i think mm-hmm. you would have to do it before the show or we'll see how how once uh, when the show yeah, turns out what it is how it ends but um yeah that same that same tone a little more uh mature mm-hmm. but not Just slightly yeah not like, like edgelord dark right, either no, you yeah, know you don't need to go there with like with i want it. some of the earnestness of he-man that's mm-hmm. what made he-man so cool right so yeah, I think that's what you do. And, like, there would be so many opportunities to throw in. Like, I I see the He-Man game in my head, and it would be a masterpiece. If only they would make it. 
let's see how the next bit of it is received. Let's see. Yeah. What do you got? What's your next one? Next one. Okay, so this is kind of it's it's a little cheating because these are already games, but they're games older games. I'm the fine. Lord of the Rings, the f- the first three movies. The, okay. The the beat 'em ups. Do you remember those? Yes. The that, well, they didn't do one for Fellowship. They did Two, Two Towers, Towers and, and Return, Return of the, the King. King. They were awesome. Those I want those now. And with today's graphics, yeah. it, not the same game, but I just want that take on them again. You don't want like, a remaster. You're right. not looking for not them looking to go for in a and spruce. What you're looking for is them to take that concept. Yep. Mm-hmm. Lord of the Rings beat them up. Yep. Go ahead and throw in the first one now too while we're at it. Like the, the oh, fellowship. Oh yeah. Give now. us a fellowship. Yeah. Um and then that style of game done with today's technology, mm-hmm. I would be quite excited cuz let me tell you. Those games were good. They were fucking good, yeah. dude. Like for the time, like on the PlayStation uh, once I feel again like the I think PlayStation 1. PlayStation 2. Maybe PlayStation 2. It was PlayStation 2, Xbox game. I think they came out on all three. I think. Mm -hmm. But anyway, like, with the technical limitations they had on those consoles at the time, they fucking nailed the Battle of Helm's Deep. They nailed a lot of things. Like, being up on the wall and having to kick the ladders off and shit. And, oh. Fucking Urukai. Who was your your dude? Who did you play as? Legolas. Strider, we wouldn't have had to. We wouldn't have fought. Nice. We'd have been like, "Yo, that's fine." Yeah, none of us want to be that fucking dwarf. I don't know. I'm man. just kidding. Like, Gimli, <laughs> it's all right. It's Nick's, uh, Nick's favorite. Nick it quotes sure Gimli is. all the time. Now, <clears throat> that's not to say we haven't gotten good Lord of the Rings games. Mm-hmm. I do think the Shadows of Mordor games are pretty fucking cool. Those games are great. I love them. That Nemesis system. Nobody's really pulled that off. Since I think it's because they have like a trademark on yeah or yeah. something, that shit right there, like took what would be a pretty bog standard, licensed rip off of Assassin's, Assassin's Creed, Creed. Mm-hmm. and knocked it up a notch. Totally, yeah. Like I mean, it it created this emergent gameplay kind of mm-hmm. deal that would happen where you'd be in a fight with like this group of a boss and his group of baddies, and then the fight would spill over into this next area of the town and there would be another boss there mm-hmm. and he'd join the fight with his dudes and then they'd oh, fight dude. like double the amount of guys. Or uh, you get an orc that gets a lucky hit on you and kills you and then he goes oh, up in the yeah. ranks. Oh yeah, he becomes like a... Yeah. And then you have a fucking revenge vendetta. He becomes so, like your rival. Yeah, yeah, and so then like you're sneaking into the camp and you're looking for him and you're like, oh, you think you're hot shit, do you? <laughs> yeah. yeah, those games are awesome. If you haven't played them, I definitely recommend those. Yes. Especially the um, first one. The second one, I haven't played all the way through but like they really ramp it up in that one it's another one of those i played some of the second one too it's another case of do you really need to add this much shit to what was already a really good game Mm -hmm. it's kind of like the difference between arkham city and arkham knight Mm -hmm. you know what i mean also that yeah that was there was a lot of bloat between those two games but also when that game launched shadow of war there was it was buried in microtransactions. It was. They finally, I think, got rid of all of that shit recently, but I haven't gone back. Yeah, I need to because I did enjoy the first one I so much. I the first one. Beat the first one. Yeah. Um, now, you know they have that Gollum game coming. Mm. There's mm-hmm. a there's a Lord of the Rings Gollum game coming. I think it's a stealth-based game where you play as Gollum. It's a next-gen game. It was supposed to come out this year, and I think it got delayed till next year. But you want to talk about an approach to a Lord of the Rings game that really doesn't interest me yeah, all that much? Yeah, me scratch my head. Like, like play I, as Gollum? If you could see me while you were saying that. I was just had this kind of quizzical look on my face. Like, it's, it's just not... The, like, the, you want to talk about being in the boardroom for the pitch that doesn't interest me. Where I'm like, if you guys want to spend the money on it, that's cool. But I have no interest in this. I have a new interest in this, my friends. <laughs> Andy Circus must have paid somebody or has like oh my god he's got some blackmail <laughs> some, on yeah. somebody yeah I I'm honestly surprised we haven't heard of a third game in the sort of Shadows of Mordor line and I wonder if that second one didn't do so well plus it had all that microtransaction mm-hmm. um drama yeah, going it was on, on with Game it. Pass for a little while too yeah I have it on I think I have them both still physically yeah I don't know why. Anyway, yeah, just the old, those old style, like kind of, to put it like really bluntly, like Streets of Rage meets 
Lord of the Rings, you know. Yeah, that's what exactly what I was going to say is it was like a, a a successor to Golden Axe, but yeah, with Lord exactly. of the Rings. Bring me a bring me a today version of that. I would that's be so want. excited if we could, especially if it had like four player co op. Mm-hmm. Oh my, which it would. Oh my goodness, cross play, Steve. All right, I got one for you. Highlander. Oh, good one. I love it. How has there never been? Once again. There's been a couple of Highlander games. You want to know where the last Highlander game came out on? The Atari Jaguar. Wow. Yeah. Mm. So, okay. Here's, hear me out. The Highlander video game that I want to play, I'm going to give you the boardroom, the quick pitch. It has the combat of the dis, of Dishonored, or not Dishonored, uh, For Honor. Okay. That sword's, but, you make a character, you make your immortal, and then you pick which kind of sword you want to use. Do you want to use like a katana? Do you want to use a broadsword? Do you want to use a longsword? Yeah, you know, three or four different options. You don't have to go too crazy with it. Each one of them control, much like For Honor, each one of them controls a little differently. You know, your, your lighter sword's going to be faster, but do less damage. Your big sword's going to be slower. You, you can find, why am I explaining this? You get me. Yeah. <laughs> the story for it is is totally unaffected by any of the movies or the TV series because they don't give a fuck about their canon. I don't give a why fuck about you? their canon, right? What I say you do is you said it's its own canon, but by doing that, you can run into characters like Connor McCloud. You could run into fucking old uh, what you know who the. the Sean, Sean Connery? No, 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 no. The the Kmart version of Connor that was in the, the Duncan <laughs> Duncan McCloud. Kmart. You know what I mean? Like you could have them show up as parts of the story, and you could. In another crucial thing, you do not end it with the gathering or whatever. Oh, yeah, no. Now I could also see like either a time travel mechanic, not time travel, or just flashbacks. Yes, yeah, like multiple time periods. Definitely, you need to have other other maps that are almost as important as the main map. And you want another thing? I say, I say, you don't set it in modern times. You set it in the ninety, like you know what I mean. The same contemporary, like at the same time period as the original movie. Right. So it's got like that retro feel. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They're, they're watching the fucking fabulous free birds wrestle. <laughs> See, this is what I'm saying. You could take inspiration from the first movie and from the series and stuff, but don't be beholden to it. Don't like try to write yourselves around. Set it, and it's its, its own timeline. Mm-hmm. And I think you start off in quote-unquote present day, and you have a fucking showdown with an immortal. You decapitate him. You get the quickening. You got to escape from the police. Boom. You go into an immediate flashback where you're playing whatever the fucking uh, origin story for your character is. I think you still have to make him an actual Highlander mm-hmm. for it to make sense. Yeah, it's in the name. Maybe he fought side by side with Connor McCloud in that big battle against the Kurgan or whatever. Yeah, you know easy, what I mean? easy. It's easy to do something like that, right? Yeah. yeah, weave in all kinds of references to the upcoming gathering, but I don't think you want to... Because you don't want to back yourself into the corner that the first movie did where like, oh, we got to make a sequel and we just established that he's the last immortal. <laughs> the fuck are we supposed to do? Let's go to the future. Birdman in the future. <laughs> yeah, that's second. You know what I mean? <laughs> so. Um, I love it, though. I, I could totally see it um, like a mechanic of like when you defeat another Highlander, you know, that you absorb the soul and that's like. Upgrade points. Upgrade points, exactly. <laughs> now, here's a, okay, there's a couple of problems with this concept uh, or, or, or hurdles I have. The first one being, like, so your big moments in these are going to be when you face off against an immortal, mm-hmm. right? And then you've got to have your big bad immortal. That's the final boss fight. But you also just, like, wouldn't it seem kind of silly if the game was you running around constant, like, you know. Fighting immortals? Yeah, yeah, you can't do that. Like, you're mowing through 30 low-level immortals till you get to the boss immortal at the end of the level. So, what do you do for other enemies? So, this is the, so your pitch is it's an open world? No, I think it's a story-based game with levels Then then maybe he gets involved with, like, some human level bullshit you know what i mean like organized crime yeah or something. exactly like he's in tr- he he gets involved with like the mafia 
Not like he's working for maybe, them. But maybe like, the big bad is like a mafioso boss. It's something like that. Yeah, where he has access to like multiple just low level goons he can throw at you. And you can you can level up that way, like with you know you can have like a, a, a skill tree that you just level up when you beat other Highlanders and then another skill tree that levels up when you just do regular shit, like kill right. people regularly. And people. I think you would need to have like a bit of a a stealth mechanic to mm-hmm. avoid getting caught by the police. Yep. Mm-hmm. Totally you would have to do... Um, and then obviously if you're doing flashback levels, there's plenty of opportunity to have big battles and shit throughout history, right? That's easy enough. It's more the present day. I like this idea of there being like a outside human element or something mm-hmm. he has to contend with this mm-hmm. is a good idea yeah because uh, he works didn't he what what's the deal with the museum did he work at the museum no he was, he was a antique dealer okay so maybe Mr. He, nash right so maybe he has a job that ma- makes it so he knows like a woman or whatever or or a guy or whoever you know and that person gets in trouble with something else he just is impelled to help them out you know yeah there's oof. oh and by the way you you want to know something that's fucked up there was a fairly high budget highlander video game in development for the 360 from idos oh, tomb raider people back yep. then and it was i mean it was after square enix purchased idos so they were working on it and they put out a trailer i remember because it was up for pre-order on GameStop, you know your boy was stoked. And the idea was you were a McLeod and your um your when he found out he was an immortal was in the like Roman Empire era. You know what I mean? Look, it's like the you know the big moment when he died for the first time and then yeah. came back. Um it looked I mean, who knows? It probably would have sucked, but I remember being stoked for it and then it got canceled. Probably for the best. Probably, but you know what, buddy? I bought the Lost video game and beat it. Got all the achievements. What was Via Domus? Is that the name? Via Domus. I can't believe I remember that. For some reason, John Locke and Via the the Lost video game sounds like Huckleberry Hound. Watch that pronunciation. No, Eric Strothers might be listening. What's your next one? (laughs) I do have a next one, and it is Deadpool. Like, I don't think there's been, like, a nice Deadpool game lately. So, the last Deadpool game was 360 era. Mm-hmm. And I think they actually brought it to... I think there's the an Xbox, Xbox One. One version. I never played it's that one. It's okay. Yeah, and, I, and there's a reason a lot of people, I don't think, talk about it, probably. Yes. It's mediocre. Yes. But uh, let's see what Insom- Insomniac could do with it. I'm very... Like... I wish they would just hire up a bunch of people and do a bunch of different Marvel games. You know what I mean? Because I don't want them to stop work on their Spider-Man. Right. Yeah. Sequel. Let's give give us a little update since it came up. How are you liking Spider-Man? It's awesome, dude. God, it's so beautiful on the PlayStation 5. I've been telling you. It's seriously one of the best looking games that I've seen. It's, you know, I talk about it all the time. Like we used to... um, see games have cutscenes or whatever mm-hmm. and it, it would not look anything like what you're playing right and now the games you're playing look like the fucking cutscenes, and it's insane how good this shit looks my goodness and i'm running it in the 60 frames per second mode yeah with the ray tracing because yeah because i'm a frame whore you know dark that game player. that game benefits greatly from the 60 frames i feel mm-hmm. like i was telling you with ratchet and clank just like that I started off in the 30 frames, super graphical fidelity mode or whatever, just to get, like I said, a real good look at it. And then I settled on the 60 frames with ray tracing. And yeah, it does look good. And so one of the good. things that they do in that version on the on the 5 with the 60 uh, uh, ray tracing version to not tax the system so much as they lower the NPC population in the streets and the open world segments... I'm fine with that. Yeah. Because it still does it doesn't feel dead or anything. It's not no. it's not like there's nobody around. Right. There's plenty of people in there <laughs> interacting with you. Like the the way the, the people interact with you is one of the cooler things I've noticed so far. That's what I was gonna say. Have you ever just been walking on the street and they'll be like, Spider Man, mm-hmm. can I get a picture? Like high five people. Yeah. yeah it's yeah. so cool. It's such a neat little thing. You gotta mess around with the photo mode a little bit. <sighs> I'm not one good of the at best photo in the modes. game. It's learn. It's, 
put the time in like your boy Halls did. You, you are good I'm at that. Crazy for you're a so photo, good at photo mode. You post that shit on Twitter, and I'm just like, God, I wish I could do that. I love them, man. But I'm just too busy, like wanting to play the game. And you know, you know how we were talking earlier about Cindy's question. Mm-hmm. You know what's definitely not an answer? Photo <laughs> mode. <laughs> I probably would not have any interest in photo mode otherwise. Yeah. But boy, do I tractor beam in on that. Was shit. it was it the Halo Three that got you the photo mode bug? Do you think? Hey, it absolutely cool, was. Cool. The it theater was our, mode. Yeah. So a, a high budget Spider Man. At, like not it doesn't need to be the same type of game but like that um that that whew, uh doesn't always pan out for the best makes video games real enjoyable but sometimes when you're podcasting you mm-hmm. hit a hole right <laughs> and sometimes it's hard to get out of that's what that just that's you did what, a really good job <laughs> um that level of game mm-hmm. for Deadpool, I could see being. That's very what I'm cool. saying. I, I think that you could do like some more kind of quirky mechanics. Mm-hmm. You, you know, you could definitely break in the fucking fourth wall. And, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I would. I think I'd honestly want to see that as a uh, open world game as well, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of the superhero games make sense as an open world game. Yes, but with that said, I still wouldn't mind seeing some more focused. Like you know, action games. Too. As we're sitting here talking about it, I kind of want like maybe I would want to see Deadpool because like because then you could really get crazy with the mechanics. Spider Man, he like he's such a New York dude. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you can take him out of it, but it feels so right having Spider Man exactly. or Miles Morales Spider Man. The story being based in New York, but with with Deadpool, I do feel like he's a he's a mercenary. So maybe you would need to, um take him out mm-hmm. some i could see like you remember metal gear rising revengeance, revengeance? yes i could see something like that because mm-hmm. he you know he's got the sword mm-hmm. you know i could see i could see, and you can chop shit up like crazy yeah like i could see him chopping something up into like you know i think that could be cool too man funny stuff I don't know. yeah it needs to that's definitely a game that like they need to ramp the the humor and the break it through you the really roof. need to I'm not looking for the dark and gritty right. approach no. to Deadpool. No, I want cartoony, the... goofy, over the top. Yeah, the Ryan Reynolds Deadpool's great. Perfect. Just, yeah. just go with that. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I loved him in Marvel versus Capcom. He'd just pick one of the one of the life bars and smack you upside the head that's, with it. Ultra. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, you know what? Speaking of games set in that universe, you know what was a surprising? It was a the video game was better than the movie. Which Wolverine one? Origins. I never played Wolverine Origins. It's like a older style God of War type game. Meaning not like the newest one, but like the more uh hack and slashy, you know, God of War one God The God first of, one. The first God, God of yeah, War. Or yeah. two or three, right? Mm-hmm. Um It's like that, and you're playing as Wolverine and it's re- like you're like delimming people and Ooh, shit. Nice, yeah. It's surprise. I remember reading people be like, "Wolverine Origins is a decent fucking game," and it's not a triple A game either. Mm-hmm. You know, it was probably like you would call it like a double A game. <laughs> it, it reminded me of like a PS2 era version license game, right? You know what I mean? Wolverine with that Metal Gear Revengeance game skin. Would be well, okay. Nice so, too. spoiler alert: my third one. This is funny <laughs> how they kind of con- converged. Converge yeah. the X Men. Yeah, oh yeah. They're How is there not so like we get Marvel's The Avengers, which is a triple A game, but it sucked. <laughs> yeah, they're not always good. They're not always good. Um, and we get Spider Man. Where the fuck is that attempt at? We're getting Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. Where's the X Men? Where are the X Men? I wonder if like people are afraid to try. I don't know. Because it just makes too much damn now, sense. This is what I'll tell you. Part of the reason we haven't seen that is because Marvel, peace and love, peace and love, they're a little bit, they're kind of bitches sometimes. So, you know, when, when they had the rights to everybody but the Fantastic Four and the X-Men because Fox still had them, Guess who wasn't getting much attention as far as video? That's why you haven't seen an X Men game or a Fantastic Four game. Now that they have those rights again, they're gonna. Uh, you know they're gonna. 
It'll happen eventually. But the reason there hasn't been, like even in, what was it, Marvel versus Capcom Infinite, the one after, mm-hmm. like the Fantastic Four characters and the X-Men weren't in that because they didn't want people using stuff they didn't have access to nice. and promoting those characters. That's a bitch move. Did Chris Evans play the Human Torch in the Fantastic Four movie? He did. He's played a lot of interesting roles in he the sure comic has. book universe. <laughs> Human Torch. Talk about America. pulling out of that fuck uh, the nosedive. You know <laughs> no what I kidding. mean? <laughs> you know, like imagine that dude. The X Men movies come out and people aren't expecting it to be big. It's huge. Then Spider Man comes out. It's huge. Then you're Chris Evans. <laughs> And you get the role of the Human Torch, and you're like, "Oh my God!" Here we I'm go, buying a jet ski, y'all. To the top, to the top, <laughs> to the top. Oh, buy my mama a house, buy my mama a car, <laughs> buy my mama a house. You're <laughs> casting Michael Chiklis as the thing, baby. It's gonna be great. <laughs> I don't know who this guy is. This play, Jessica Alba. <laughs> <laughs> buy my mama a house. <laughs> Right, you know you think you're in the money, and the first one comes out and it does okay enough to get a sequel, and then you're like, "All right, sequel money." Like I just, and, and his agents like, "Look, the real money comes when you get to the third one. You just got to get to the third one." And he's like, "Oh, it's done." Guess what, agent? They're doing Galactus. Do you know who the Silver Surfer is, sir? We're gonna get to a third one. It ain't. <laughs> they didn't that fucking rise of the silver surfer comes out Woo! shattered dreams <laughs> hopes and dreams down the drain <laughs> buy my mama some food <laughs> and then to get captain america yeah Woof. john what favreau saved that young man although i did love him in scott that was um scott pilgrim i know john favreau didn't direct um but his yeah, yeah. captain america but i feel like he had input at that point uh, that was uh, talk about a turnaround. Yeah, he was great in Scott Pilgrim. He's also funny in um, not another teen movie. Not Thought he was good in that one. Movie. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, how is there not a high budget X Men game where like the roster's got to be insane? Oh yeah, you yeah, know what I mean. So many people. I want to see like the B tier dudes. I want to see Cable up in there exactly so of course all right we gotta have wolverine you gotta have wolverine and you know see the thing is is it's so stupid because there's so many different the options you could offer like you could do different era of uh x-men costumes you know what i mean um it's there's so much you could do with it you know i love a good costume customization (laughs) yeah so wolverine cyclops um you know you're gonna storm storm you're gonna need gene gray you're gonna need rogue mm-hmm. you're gonna need colossus yeah you I'm, have to have I'm tired colossus. of that dude getting like short shrifted in these video games i man. know man i always Beast. loved colossus so like i almost imagine it being like classes so you're gonna need like some tank classes colossus beast mm-hmm. um Iceman is a must Iceman's my favorite figure it out i don't care what you gotta do <laughs> fucking figure it out and then like you said i want I want Cable. I want Bishop. Bishop, yeah, that's oh, a good one. Oh, my God. I want uh, Gambit. Mm-hmm. I want uh, Kitty Pride, Shadow Cat. Gotta have Kitty Pride, Shadow Cat. Uh, oh, my God. Steve, why don't they do this? Um, Sunfire. Do you know who Sunfire is? No. No. Now, if we're talking A Squad and B Squad, we're probably talking Z tier X Men <laughs> here, bro. Sunfire is a Japanese mutant. He joins the X-Men briefly in Giant Size X-Men number one when they all got to go rescue the original episodes from uh, the original X-Men from Krakoa, right? They got to go rescue him and Sunfire joins him. He's got, he wears like a cool fucking dragon looking costume and uh, he's got fucking fire powers and then he gets pissed off and leaves the team and he's been back and forth, but he's never like a mainstay X-Man and I fucking love him, dude. It's a cool name. Sunfire's my dude. Um, do you remember the X-Men Legend games? I, I think so. Those are the ones that were like... Diablo-esque? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't play very much of them. X-Men Legends 1 and 2 are really awesome. And then those spun off into the Marvel Ultimate Alliance That's games. The Ultimate Alliance games I played more of. Same thing. Yeah. But just with more Marvel people. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And I always wanted them to continue because I liked the X Men ones better than the Marvel Ultimate Alliance. The arguments could even be made that Marvel Ultimate Alliance were better games because it was further down the line. But just the storyline and the fact that it was focused on the X Men Mm -hmm. made me like X Men Legends better. And they did two of those in the PlayStation 2. They could even just resurrect that franchise for me and make it, you know, Diablo 4 level graphics and stuff mm-hmm. and i would be stoked yeah i'd be i'd play that for sure yeah um down in a hole buddy <laughs> it happened again uh-oh i think that's i think those are my three though yeah i had about three yeah i think that's good man do we need to vamp for a little while longer no i was just thinking i can't get the idea of any of these games out of my head now and how bad I want to play them. And it, I don't think any of these ever X-Men has the best chance. Mm-hmm. X-Men and Deadpool have the best chance. God. Big trouble in little China Highlander, probably the lowest chance and he man's in the middle. Yeah. That's what I think we could, I could just keep going. Like I haven't even talked about anime yet. Give me some brief, like let's rapid fire some anime well i definitely want a sports a sports one and like i said a high before, q a high one would be like my ideal one i want to check out that uh that uh rpg volleyball game that's on game pass oh the dodgeball one dodgeball yeah the dodgeball yeah. academy i downloaded it i definitely want I to check, check that, that out, out. yeah it looks cool. um i full metal alchemist mm-hmm. they got some lower budget just like most fucking anime adaptation games back in the PlayStation 2 era and they haven't really done anything with them since. Full Metal Alchemist is a bit of a dead meme. You know what I mean? Like, it's got its fans, but no new episodes are coming out. So, you know, it's hard to keep that going. But if they did a really good Full Metal Alchemist game, I'd be stoked. Um, I know Evangelion has had games that were really good in the... Or that weren't very good in the past. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I I don't know that I've ever heard of a good evangelion game that's another the game you could make with that Mm -hmm. xenogears is what it was man it's the closest thing which i think was over my head at the time when i played it that was playstation one xenogears yeah 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 i I remember getting it and just the story at the time wasn't clicking with me but i did like the game it gets um it gets a little hairy towards the end i'll be honest Mm -hmm. um jojo's bizarre adventure i think could could use like a a cool video game adaptation there's some video games out there but i think they're kind of more like the arena battler kind of thing yeah well you know they did the did you ever play the fighting game that was out around the dreamcast era that's what i was talking about i've never played that one that one's more of a 2d Mm -hmm. fighting game. now who was it want to see no it's not jojo's fist of the north star Mm -hmm. that the studio behind yakuza made a game I plan on checking that out at I some do point. Too. That's that's PlayStation Four, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, era. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love Fist of the North Star. Yeah, I can't imagine. There's JoJo so many... seems like one of those games, like they could make a game of, and people would be real stoked about yeah. it. You know? Yeah, totally. There's so many storylines they could draw on at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, gosh, there's there's a ton. Like, really, you could make fighting games. You could make adventure games. Well, what about uh, like uh, food? What would the Food Wars game be? That would be interesting. It'd have to I be kind of RPG esque. Yeah, cooking, cooking RPG almost style game. Mm-hmm. You'd have to find some way to workshop like a recipe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It would be rated M. That's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So I think that'll do it for us this week. Hey guys, listen. We're at twenty nine reviews right as of recording. Right now, we're at twenty nine. Eleven more, and we're giving away a gift card. Neil already won a gift card. You want to win a gift card? Leave us a review. And make sure we have some way to contact you. Make sure we know who you are in your review. Um, also, follow the podcast on Twitter at High Potion Pod. Follow Steve at Stoned Cobra. Follow me at Blue Harvest Pod. And if you want to be part of our upcoming sort of feedback, listener-suggested topic episode, we'll be doing one of those fairly soon, email us at High Potion Pod at gmail.com I think that's it I can't remember if I got anything else to throw in there we'll, we'll definitely revisit the topic there's just a ton oh of yeah these. this I think much like gaming confessions this will be one mm-hmm. we'll revisit yeah I'll, I'll start making notes so anyway guys uh, any work 
Almost made it. Almost made it across <laughs> the finish line. Almost made it. The stumble at the end. The stumble at the end, bro. And then the other team picked it up, ran it back for a touchdown, and I lost. Uh, <laughs> I lost. We'll see you guys next week. Bye. <laughs>